Hello, and welcome to Textual Attention. I am your co-host, Rachel, and every other week I hop on in here and uh, just kind of give you guys a rundown on what's happening in our little uh, corner of the world. Hey, Mary Chrysler, in the words of Margie. Uh, <laughs> I hope everyone has had a wonderful holiday, no matter what your preferred flavor is. Um, and if you don't have a preferred flavor, well, I, I hope you had a wonderful uh, December. I know we're, we're coming, coming up on the end of the year, so I hope that it was great. I hope you got some good reflection in. I hope you got some exciting uh, stuff coming your way in the coming year. And uh, hey, we like you. We like you a lot. We think you're great. Speaking of people who we think are great, listen to that segue. Hey, we have a new patron. Uh, hey, Christina. Thank you so much for supporting us. We appreciate it so much, and we appreciate you so much. Honestly, guys, our patrons are awesome. They uh, they are the ones that let us do what we do, and they uh, help support us. And weirdly enough, creating a podcast is not free, um, and it is a labor of love, and uh, they help us kind of offset that cost and produce the best thing that we possibly can for you guys. So thank you, patrons. Uh, here's to another year. You are amazing. We love you so much. And if you, yes, you are interested in becoming a patron, head on over to patreon.com slash textual tension. Um, you do have to search for us. Uh, you can't search on Patreon. Sorry, you do have to input our URL. You can't search on Patreon because we do adult content. So, you know, it's got to you got to just put in that URL. But you get all sorts of cool stuff if you head on over there. So you get all sorts of, there's some live streams that happen every month. There's gifts that happen every quarter. There's under the covers where we talk about the sex. Um, there's all kinds of stuff. Bloopers, seasonal episodes. All you, uh, all you patrons got your uh, annual holiday episode a couple days ago. So, and it was a ride. It was a good time. It was a lot of fun. So if you're interested, please consider heading on over there and uh, maybe supporting us. We would appreciate it. And if you can't support us on Patreon, which we totally understand, you're under obviously no obligation to do that. But if you want to support us in other ways, we would really appreciate it if you would head on over to your preferred podcatcher of choice, whether it's Apple Podcasts or Google Play or anything like that. Um, and hey, leave us a review. That would be great. We really appreciate it. That's honestly what helps us the most get our name out. So if you want to help us continue to grow, that would be really cool of you. Only takes like five minutes. We really appreciate it. Um, social media, we have that. Uh, textual Attention Pod on all the social media platforms. Uh, we toss up some fun stuff over there. And we also have a link on our Instagram to our Discord. So if you want to come hang out on our Discord where we share pet pictures and food recipes and books and book recommendations and talk about the dumbest things, hey, hit us up. We would love to see you there. Um... Boy, I think that that's everything. So uh, let me go ahead, if you manage to make it through all of that, uh, go ahead and hit you with some really great romance novel wisdom as your own reward. Hey, you know, technically every position is cowgirl if you're wearing the hat. <laughs> Full disclosure, my partner came up with that one. Thank you, Husbando. <laughs> Podcast husband is great for these, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much for listening, and this is a really fun episode. So please, without further ado, enjoy episode 84, Use Your Outside Voice. 
I can see myself from the inside. Hey! And welcome to Textual Tension, a love-hate relationship with romance novels. I am your co-host, Margie. And I'm your co-host, Rachel. Every other week, one of us reads and summarizes a romance novel for the, for the other unsuspecting co-host. This week, that co-host is Rachel. It's me! It, you do! And together, we unpack... What, what the, the fuck, fuck just, just happened? happened? Um, so... I don't know what to say, where to start here. I like, so. That's a good start. It's, well, I have like my notes and everything, but I I feel like I usually have like some sort of conversational like piece of something. Oh, I read Adora Roberts. That was cozy. It's a little oh, disappointed nice. by it, but like. Oh, well, I mean, on, okay, you got to pick the right Nora Roberts. Well, because a lot of them were. I, eh. I think for the time, like what I wanted, it was good. Like. Yeah. It was very cute. It like scratched the itch, but like so it was a, one of her mystery ones, and it wasn't a, the mystery. I was like, okay, I can't tell if you did a really good job or if you did a really bad job mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I suspected someone else of being the murderer, and then it was someone like it wasn't that person, which great, but there weren't many clues that it was the oh. person that she suggested, and it didn't really. Yeah. I felt like it didn't really make sense. Uh huh. Timing wise, hmm. for it to be who it was, right? And I was just like, "Oh, but the dude is cute. He Brody is really cute. <laughs> oh, Brody! And a- to get it's a good name, but also to get to relate to the book that I read. In both of those books, the the guy um has calls the girl slim. Okay. Which is, it's the third book that I've ever read. The second Nora Roberts that I've read that where the guy calls the girl slim. Yeah. And, uh, so. I mean, Nora Roberts are a lot of copy-paste. If yes. you do want a good sort of, like, mystery, spooky, spookily-dookly, um, I highly recommend The Search. Okay. It's very good. It has doggos in it. Um, there's a lot of really good doggos in it. The chick is a badass. The dude's kind of an asshole, but she's a major badass. So I really like it. All right. So to get into the book I actually read for this week, I, (laughs) friends, we have a new listener. His name is Mike. Hi, Mike. He comes into the coffee shop almost every day. Oh, hello, Um, Mike. We love him. He's a regular. Uh Um, and he... I asked him, I think I gave him two options, I think, because he was... Because I had to read a book mm-hmm. for the podcast and I didn't know what to read. And I just started like naming um, genres of romance novels. Ooh. And he was like, oh, that one. And oh, I was good. like, okay, that one? And he was like, yeah, that one. Oh, I was good. like, okay. And so then kind of like as I was reading it, I like showed him the cover and I like took him on this journey with me. And uh, so here you go, listeners oh, and Mike, concluding Mike. <laughs> Oh. Margie, I want you to know that my next book is a Western. No! Oh my god! I'll read a different one. It's okay. It can't be. (laughs) I'm just like, really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh god. Montana Blaze (laughs) by Lori Wilde. We know Lori Wilde. I think we've done one of hers, have we? I don't no, remember. We, maybe honestly. not. It is a very veiny shirtless man in a cowboy hat, isn't it? Uh, he's mm-hmm. behind what looks like a painted like like a uh, bedsheet with clouds. Like it's 
very it much does. not real clouds. It does not look real. I mean, but that's not what we are. We should be focusing on, Rachel. <laughs> that is that not like the... an eighth of the page. <laughs> You're Never. talking about a cloud that takes up an eighth of the page when when it's just like hunky shirtless dude. Those have got to be I, some of the biggest pecs I've ever seen. I and said veiny, that there was a veiny I, forever. I, was say, on those I said arms. that there was a veiny man on the middle of it without a shirt on. I said that. Yeah, I know, but like, but <laughs> then you immediately went to the clouds when he's taking up like ninety percent of the cover. Also, of course, we Look. can't see his face because he's turned it dramatically. No, to the of sky. course. Look. Margie, all I'm saying is I have priorities. Um, <laughs> yeah, the sky. And, yeah. Okay, he does have some five o'clock shadow, which I'm a fan of. Mm-hmm. He's standing in front of a barn door, and then you can kind of just a little bit see the sky and the open plains behind him. He has no shirt on. He has <laughs> jeans and a belt with a cow on it. Maybe a horse. It's hard it to would tell. probably be a buffalo. Oh, that would make sense. It's a cowboy country novel. Uh, by Lori Wilde and Julie Harrington. Wow. And, well, and wait, there was one other thing that He's I wanted to He's very veiny. He's very veiny. Oh, and what's on his head? A cowboy hat. Stetson. Yeah, Stetson. Yeah, yeah. Nice. He never takes that Stetson off. That is disturbing. I bet it's gross. <laughs> um, all right. Okay. Bookish good girl Anne Leahy wants only one thing to live a nice, quiet life in her hometown of River Falls, Montana. But her elderly boss thinks it's high time Anna starts living large and issues her a challenge. Being daring or she will sell out... Wait, huh? Being daring or she will sell out to the land developer... I think they meant be daring, but, you know, words are hard. Okay, I'm going to read it how it is printed. The written word. Yeah. Being daring or she will sell out to the land developer bent on bringing a big box store to River Falls. What's a woman to do but put on a short skirt and hit the Rusty Rail <laughs> Saloon to save her town? The Rusty there Rail are... Saloon. Is that where you get tetanus? Yes, <laughs> it is. Tetanus and syphilis. And also, there are probably other ways to save your town, but okay. <laughs> The last thing on Mitchell Black's mind is an adventuresome sexcapade, especially with a preacher's daughter who's trying too hard to be a badass. He's got two younger brothers to raise and a ranch to run, but one look at Anne and he's rethinking his priorities. Problem is, will Anne's newfound badassery have her hankering to leave Montana? For good. Okay, that last question is not a problem at all in the book. I just wanna just I... wanna state that. That is not never literally it comes up once and she's like, Yeah, I don't want to leave town. Can I say I hate that description? <laughs> hate it. I love that... adventuresome. Adventurous is a word. Yes, it is. And also her newfound badassery. You could have worded that in a lot of different ways, and any of them would have been better than that. Uh, okay. I love that there are a hundred only a hundred and seventy ratings though, and six reviews. <laughs> Oh, that is on the lower end. How new is this book? Um, or is it just is it a self-publish? I don't. Oh, it was published. Oh, it was hit, published in twenty twenty one. Okay, so, so it is new. Yeah. Um. All right. So, um, triggers. Yes. There really aren't any. Basically, the only trigger that we've got is that there are more parent deaths in this book than in a back alley in Gotham. 
but <laughs> oh no <laughs> that's a lot of parent deaths it's a lot of parent than, deaths it's lot more than two but there are four i mean so i'll get into the characters a little bit so um i think Anne's mom Anne is the main chick Mm-hmm. I think her mom died when she was, like, really, really young. And then her okay. dad passed away, like, a year ago from cancer. And she had been nursing Oof. nursing him. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now she's living in their house by herself after her dad has passed away. And she... But, you know, she's she's very down to earth. Like, she really likes her job working at the bookstore. She's really happy where she is. But she's really never... Like, she's not the adventurous type. She's just, okay. like, a stay-at-home kind of girl um and i mean it, kind of, it worked out for her because she's the stay-at-home type and she was the preacher's daughter so yeah you know yeah so she's and she's 23 and like i said she's just like you know she's just like living her life and now that her dad's gone though she's like the house is pretty empty like this mm-hmm. is kind of sad now so then we have mitchell uh and she's she's blonde haired tall obviously slim beautiful Uh um yeah and um mitchell is actually 32 so quite the age gap between the two nine years and he was the town's resident bad boy when he was 18 Uh um so his parents died in a tragic car wreck i thought you were gonna say a tragic buffalo accident (laughs) (laughs) it's like the beginning of james and the giant peach at the beginning of that book the kids parents get eaten by a rhinoceros in the middle of london oh god you know but it happens tragic Uh, buffalo accident tragic buffalo accident uh so they, they but they died in a and he's always felt really bad about that because actually right before they they passed away they he and his parents had had a really big falling out Mm -hmm. and so he but he was left he has two younger brothers and he was kind of left to take care of the buffalo ranch and his two younger brothers on his own after his parents passed away Mm -hmm. and he did it and he did a really good job like his his brothers are like really decent upstanding guys um and the buffalo ranch is fine like he makes enough money like he's but he's had to grow up really fairly quickly right and he's no longer the resident bad boy however the town it's a small town town still you know everyone kinda, thinks of him as the resident bad boy. as the resident bad boy yeah right um and he's also he's got uh long dark hair green eyes he's gorgeous obviously and enormous oh, um and he's kind of like in a transition stage too because his two brothers are actually moving out of the family ranch they're okay. like, he's about to be an empty nester. He's about to be an empty nester. Yeah. And he's like, I'm <laughs> fine. I'm fine. It's fine. It's just me and my buffalo and it's fine. I, everything in me really hopes that this book takes a twist and he's a buffalo. I just, <laughs> I want it. Spoiler alert, Rachel, there are no buffalo. Damn it. <laughs> no, we have to find so a buffalo book. Um, yes, please. <laughs> so... Our story begins with Anne. She's working at the bookshop and Edith, Anne's boss and the owner of the bookshop has given Anne an ultimatum. Start living your life, like really getting out there, having fun, doing things. And Anne's like, I do have fun. And she's like, uh, excuse you. You are in a quilting club and you have won like best pie three years in a row. That's not the type of fun I'm talking about. Like I have thoughts. (laughs) Go out, live your life. You have two weeks. Otherwise, 
if in two weeks I feel that you are finally like, because, well, so Edith and her have talked about like, she does, she's like, I want to experience things and like, I want to try new things, but like, I'm afraid and I don't know if something bad will happen. That yeah. is mildly better, but I yeah. take well, issue. She's, yeah, and she's expressed like she wants to to eat if she wants to be more adventurous. She just doesn't really know how to do it. I um, I think that there are better ways to approach that situation as a friend. I think maybe yeah. the right way to do that is okay. Let's learn together. Versus if you don't do this, I'm going to do this bad thing. <laughs> That's Edith not good. Edith is a sixty year old too nosy woman who's lived in a small town her whole life. She doesn't get very many kicks. <sighs> Yeah, that's fair. So, okay. and she, I, and, and, and Edith is actually finally learning to live her own life. She's flying you, off to Italy for two weeks. You said and that, and like, I suddenly love Edith. <laughs> and she's like, Anne, go live your life, live your dreams, try new things. I'll see you in two weeks. And uh, if, if you do those things, I'll gift you the bookshop. I'll give it to you. Okay. If you don't, I'm going to sell it. To basically Walmart. That is shitty but funny. <laughs> yes. Yes, it's also very much reminds me of, like, it's funny that we're recording this at, like, around Christmas time. Because it's, like, one of those Christmas things where it's, it's like, like a no, you can't, sell, you can't sell the old workshop, the old Santa's <laughs> workshop to Walmart. It'll destroy the town kind of thing. How- how else will will Snowflake Falls survive as a small yes, exactly. backwoods town that really is is all about American values? There's right. no way. <laughs> and also, those towns do not exist anymore. Unfortunately, no. it's no, really sad that they do not exist. They do not. <laughs> so, um, I'm really proud of pulling Snowflake Falls out of my ass. Thank no, you. That was amazing. That was really really good. <laughs> so that's how Anne finds herself in the sexiest outfit that she could muster up out of her closet. And um, she is just, it's Friday night, and she's going to the local cowboy bar. The what? The Rusty Nail Saloon? Tetanus, the tetanus shop? <laughs> Ye old tetanus? The, the syphilitic tetanus patient saloon? <laughs> patient zero saloon? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. And really, Anna's thought about it, and she's like, okay, what I want to do is I want to learn to not be a, like, afraid of just going after what I want. And to her, what that means is I don't want to, I want to be a badass. I want to learn how to be a badass. Um, okay, girl. So yeah. Take karate lessons. <laughs> well, she well, and she does, we'll get into it, but she has specific criteria of what it means to be a badass. I mean, at least she made a list. Exactly. Exactly. So we switched to Mitchell. Mitchell is sitting at the the pa- the patient zero saloon, having a casual relaxed beer at the bar. Uh, when he sees this sexy blonde walk in, and he's munching like, oh, on some shit. used needles. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> and uh, he's uh, he's got a rusty nail in his mouth, and it's like it's Just like a, it like a it. straw. <laughs> And uh, his eyes take her down and then up. And then he sees her face and he's like, shit, is that the pastor's daughter? The one I basically ignored my whole life? She's a woman now? God damn it. Oh, that's actually really funny. Yes. It's down. Uh, ah, shit. Ah, shit. Oh, man. Oh, wait, what? Hold on. And so he, they kind of have this history too, where when his parents died, 
the past her dad was over at their house a lot like mm-hmm. helping out just being like a good solid force yeah you know so he and so he spent a lot of time with Anne when they were both younger but it was when like Anne was like 12 and he was 20 or yeah, like that's... okay let's do a little less creepy no, uh, no that, there's no let's... way it can be no well, I mean but now they're 23 and 32 I wouldn't call that that I don't think it's no, that bad it's not that fine 12 and 20 is a bit no, no, no. Much. okay that was a bad example I more mean like because they would describe things like she describes later on that like when she was younger he and his younger brothers would like come to her rescue and help her out when she needed help it wasn't okay. anything like creepy like nothing like that okay. it was just very like uh like sweet looking after one another kind of yeah thing. yeah yeah so um anyway so she's like never been to this bar before she's really never gone out she has friends but they're all like Girl. they're all very married and He's they're all like be, it, the, be the she's always the fifth wheel and so she's like okay i'm at a bar uh barman pour me drink I would like a beer, please. I would like uh, an alcoholic beverage. Oh, Jesus, child. Um, And Mitchell's just sitting over there like, oh, my God. Also, apparently in this town, um, there are like it's like three to one men to women. And so now she's like a hot commodity, right? Because there are Uh so many men to women. So immediately she walks in and all the boys in the bar are like, all right. Uh-huh. Hey, hey. So Swarm. of course, another cowboy comes up to her and starts talking with her, flirting with her, and you know she's res- she's responsive, she's enjoying it, but he puts a hand on her leg, she pushes it off. Cowboy does it again, puts a hand on her leg, she pushes it off, and so now Mitchell's kind of looking on, and he's like, "Oh God, like what do I do?" Because I she's she's a grown woman. I know she can take care of herself, but also, like, I care about her, and her dad meant a lot to me. Okay, what's the right thing to do about this? So finally, she's like, but she's at the other end of the bar, and she's finally telling this guy, listen, please stop touching me. I'm not interested. And he's like, and the guy's like, oh, come on, baby, don't be like that, like, da 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 and, like, touches Jimmy's her again. And finally, <laughs> and finally, Mitchell comes up and says, okay, the lady says to knock it off. Like, it's time to stop. I, all right. A moment of silence for all of us that simp for that shit. <laughs> all of us that are like, right? right? Yeah, this, yeah, this is fine. Oh, I, a lot of the, the tropes <laughs> in this book, I actually <sighs> do really like. That's not one of them for me, but there are other yeah. ones where I'm like, it's very cute. So <sighs> he, Anne is both annoyed and relieved and thankful and also just crushing so hard. Because she has been in love Aww. with Mitchell, like, her whole life. Oh, Yeah, he's never really noticed her. Like, he's taking care of her, but he's never really noticed her. But she has, like, always been in love with him. hmm So he's like, Mitchell's like, okay, come on, let's go. I'm taking you home. Like, let's get out of here. And she's like, no, I don't want to go. <laughs> yeah, I didn't say I wanted to leave. I just wanted this guy to get off of me. Meanwhile, the other guy's getting pissed off. He's like, hey, come on. Like, I was just talking to her. It's not a big deal. Eventually, a kerfuffle starts, of course, of because course. as kerfuffle, he even, this guy even knocks off uh, Mitchell's Stetson. Oh, which, rule number how one. How dare you? Do not. How dare you? It's, it's honestly, 
at this point, it's melded to his head, so that had right. to have hurt. How could it be? A, I mean, he's not. It a, took he, took off a layer of skin. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, um, I just love that because it's like there's this part where he like he's grabbing her and he's gra- well, so he grabs the Stetson at the same time that she does, and their hands collide. <laughs> like some fucking like lady in the tramp shit um so he takes he does eventually so and then there's this she's like he's like what are you doing here she's like it's friday night and he's like yeah it's friday night what are you doing here and she's like well you know i this is what people do on friday night they go out and have a good time and he's like are you having a good time no all right get in let's go home Thank you. Thank you. Girl, your good time can be different than other people's. Yes. Do yes. not conform. Right, exactly. So but when they get back to her place, she's like, come on, come inside. Let's put some ice and get you a Band-Aid. Like, he's got a little split uh-huh. lip, you know. Yeah, uh-huh. I think he's got some split knuckles or something. And so he's like, he take, she takes her up to, his, to her bathroom. And he's sitting uh-huh. on the edge of the tub. And he's just like close proximity she's really attractive and what are these emotions that i'm feeling i really don't like this like he's like again when did she become a woman also stop looking at her she is a lady and you're a bad boy i i'm not gonna lie i don't love the age difference because it's just not my thing yeah but i love the vibe. Yes. <laughs> so much. So, but she, remember, she's trying to be a badass. Oh, yeah. And for her to be a badass, what she is learning and like what, yeah, we'll get into that, but um, is take what you want. So uh, she kisses him. Fuck yeah, girl, get what yeah. you want. Hell and yeah. And he's like, he's like, like physically restraining himself because he's like, no, don't take this too far. Don't take this too far. She's the preacher's daughter. Like, <laughs> and she's Fucking like, hell yeah, girl. I want you to take it far. <laughs> Just Let's fucking do, this. do it. Um, He's very much like, okay, I, I am enjoying this. I like it. I like you, but we need to stop. And she's like, but why though? And he's like, because we, we we just do. And she's like opening her shirt. But why though? <laughs> and he's like, fine. <laughs> so they start getting frisky on the bed. Hell yeah. And not like, not like a super time no, happens. Good makeup. But there's enough where she all of a sudden is like, whoa, hold up. And he's like, okay, okay, you're right. And he takes a step back. And they both just sit there and, like, catch their breaths and are, like, he goes down into the kitchen. She gets dr- gets dressed again in, like, a robe. Uh-huh. And meets him down there. And he's, like, and she's relieved because she thought that he had just left. Uh-huh. And uh, he's, like, okay, what what is going on? Like, why are you doing this? And she's, like, and Anne is, like, I've done the same shit my entire life. I go to work. I read books. I be the good preacher's daughter. I'm basically just boring. And I and I and I want to change. I want people to see me differently. And Mitchell, in his mind, is thinking, yeah, that all sounds fine to me. Like, what's wrong? You're perfect. Like, there's nothing wrong with you. You can you can do all of those things and be all of those things. And like, Aww. I think you're great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. OK, I was not prepared for this yes. to be as wholesome as it is. 
But she's like, no, you know, like, I want to try things. I want to have fun. I want to be adventurous. I want to experience things. And she's like, I've never had sex before, and I want to have sex. And Mitchell's like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. Okay, this is a recipe for disaster. It's how gossip. And he's like, no, 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 because it's it's the type of thing where he's like, he's almost too interested. Mm -hmm. And he's like, no, I don't want to, like... Don't want to get the feelings mixed in. Yeah, I don't want to get feelings mixed in. I don't want, like, I, I I am in love with my home on the range and my buffalo. Like, and that's all I need in life, right? Right? Yes, totally. That's the Definitely. case. That's all 100%. I need. That's all totally I need. Wait, what? Hold on. She has boobs. What? She's sexy and cool and cute. Hold on. Wait, what do I need? And he's having all these emotions. And she's like, I just want to have sex. <laughs> Let's just bone. Yeah. So... <laughs> He and he's like, what he's really afraid of is her getting hurt because she's like, she tells him, she's like, I'm gonna go on this self exploratory journey of like, Mm -hmm. you know, exploring my sexuality and who I am and what I like and all this stuff. And he's like, just be careful, like, please, please, just be careful as you do this. Mm -hmm. And that's when he leaves for the night, and it's pretty late in the night. So the next day, the whole town is buzzing because it's a small (laughs) town, like, and he, Mitchell, is at the local diner, you know. Because there's honestly, always a local diner. But honestly, local diners are the best fucking place. Oh my god, they're the best. Yeah. They're so good. And he's there with his brothers, and his brothers are grilling him. <laughs> Just being like, so you want to hear what the postman told me, or what <laughs> Mrs. Benson told me, or what this about what happened last night? And Mitchell's like, nothing happened. I escorted her home. Nothing happened. And Dylan and Justin, his brothers, are like, okay, Jan. <laughs> sure, Jan. Sure. Sure, Jan. <laughs> As good brothers do. As good brothers do. Um, So, but then Anne walks in to the diner Mm -hmm. and immediately beelines to Mitchell and is like, and to the brothers is like, hey, and asks Mitchell, can I talk to you for a minute? And the brothers are like, you know what? It is half past whatever the fuck time it is. We gotta go. Yeah, sorry. We gotta go do buffalo stuff. We gotta go do uh, (laughs) just buffalo things. Just buffalo And they both leave and Mitchell's like, I raised those boys myself, those assholes. They've abandoned me in my time of need. (laughs) So Anne sits down with Mitchell and she's like, hey, I want you to be my teacher. I want you to teach me how to be a badass in the bedroom. (laughs) I didn't expect the in the bedroom part. Yes. Because like, that's not what being a badass means. But well, hey, if it's what she wants, that's why That's kind not? of what it turns into. He's like, uh, okay, your heart's going to get hurt. Your feelings are going to get hurt. So I'm not going to teach you how to be a badass in the bedroom. I will teach you how to be a badass. I also believe that maybe there were different places, different forums for this particular conversation. I don't know. Yeah, not like at the over, like, at over, like over text message, maybe. <laughs> that would make, no, no, no. It's a, no. Oh, right. No. Sorry. No. That would make way too much sense. Oh, also, right. I don't think that like sending that, that's also a weird text to send. I think I mean, if you can't have the conversation in person, maybe you shouldn't be having sex. Granted, it should probably be a private conversation, not at the local diner. Not at the local diner. Where everyone is listening in. Of course And already gossiping about the two of you. 100%. So he's 
like, I, I don't know if this is a good idea. And she's like, well, I'm kind of determined to do this. And, but if you're not interested that like, I get it, it's totally fine. If you don't want to do it, you know, maybe your brothers will be more interested and want to help me. And he's like, no, no, no. I will teach you how to be a badass. <laughs> Just not a badass in the bedroom. And she's like, great. Um, oh my God. So basically it's this dichotomy of she's trying to change, but he's like, but you're already wonderful and perfect. And I like you for who you are. Why do you feel the need to change? And you're already happy. Oh, oh, I was yeah. not prepared <laughs> for the whole thing. But he is willing. He's like, okay, but I get the thing of like, you want to try new things. Yeah. Totally fine. You don't Let's have to do change that. who so you first... are as a person to try new things. Right. And he's like, um, okay, listen, I'll teach you how to be a badass and perhaps even a badass in the bedroom, but I'm not going to sleep with you. And if you start to develop feelings for me, you have to tell me so we can pull back. And she's like, okay, but you had to make the same agreement. Public forum. Not in a public forum. <laughs> Is this? This might actually, I know that there's like, actually, so uh, they're not in a public forum anymore. They've oh, gone back to the bookstore at this point. Good. <laughs> and she, it's just the two of them in the bookshop. <clears throat> so he's like, so they both agree, okay, we're not going to develop feelings for one another. Cool, yeah, fine. But yeah, we're going to do yeah. some fun sex stuff. Yeah. And so if sure. he's like, you know what? The first thing you're going to do, you're going to close this bookshop. You're going to play hooky and we're going to go have fun. Hell yeah. Yeah. So they do that. And she's like, well, I don't know. And he's like, nope, don't question it. Just do it. Let's go have fun. And so they go to an ice cream shop. <laughs> And they get ice cream and she reads off a list of things that she wants to do in order to be a badass. And he's like, you have a list? Like, you have a physical written down list? And she's like, yes, there's something wrong with lists. I can't handle it. It's so cute. Do you want to know what oh the list, God. do you want to know what the list has? Fuck yes, I want to know. It's so relatable. What does the list have? Drink mezcal. Mezcal? Yes, Mezcal. Stay up for 24 hours. Go to a drive-in movie, like as a date. Ride on a motorcycle and get a tattoo. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. She's too pure. <laughs> she is very sweet. She's she is, so pure. She's, she's very, but she's not, like, naive. I will say. Like, she's pretty, like, she... The list sounds a little naive. <laughs> it's a little naive. She's inexperienced. I don't think that she's naive. Okay, okay, Because she's, okay. like, because she's... She understands where he's coming from, where it's, like, you could develop feelings and all this stuff. And she's, like, yeah, but, like, I want to take the... I understand that there are risks to this. Uh -huh. But I, I want to take the risks. Yeah. Like, I want to experience things. So... But she is like so. <laughs> that is such a like cute. small town list of experience things I to know. experience. Um, and a but he's, even movie. these things he's concerned about, and he's like, <sighs> I mean, they all sound like dates. Yes, yes. <clears throat> and um, so he actually is like, hey, you know what? Let's just do something a little softer. Let's get you some cute new clothes. He's like, because he's like that'll make her feel you know, a little different, a little sexier. So maybe she'll feel more like a badass and won't need to like, I don't know, get a tattoo. 
Um, I'm dying. I'm melting. (laughs) But backfires because now she's really hot in these cute new clothes. (laughs) And now he's even more interested in her. Oh, dang. Oh, geez. Oh, geez. Oh, shucks. (laughs) Uh, And who do they bump into at the store they're at? It's his brothers. How weird. And uh, his brother, Dylan, actually asks Anne out on a date to the drive-in. And Anne is like super psyched as it's on her list. It's so great. It's so perfect, isn't it? Everybody's happy about it. Wait, somebody is happy about it. Who? Mitchell. He is very unhappy about this. (laughs) And he is crazy jealous, even though he doesn't want to admit it. So like on the car ride back to the store, he's like super just like, grumpy and she's like what's wrong is it the blouse that i'm wearing like or the shoes like which one shouldn't we have bought and he's like they're all beautiful and i love you and all of them damn it (laughs) it's totally fine and she's like so do you think the idea of a date with dylan is a bad one and he's like no why would it be It's going to be fine. It'll be fine. And everyone's going to have fun. Like, and it's going to be nothing's great. Nothing's going to happen. It's just my, your brother. And he's like, yeah, that's what I'm afraid of. Which like. <laughs> I raised these a, two. I know. <laughs> I know. He just knows that like, you know, they get around. They're not, they're not horrible men. Yeah. But like also they're young guys. And also like. They're not looking for forever. She's like she his. Is. Like, well, not yeah. like as to own, but as like, I have feelings for this one, so. Yes, I already have feelings. And the brothers know this. Okay, like, okay. They're totally, they totally know this. They're, they're trying doing this to, to get under his him. skin. Oh, totally. Okay. Totally. <laughs> Again, as so, good brothers do. <laughs> yes. So, on the day of her date with Dylan, Mitchell shows up at her house. And she is painting her toes red. And is like, which color do you like better? For my date tonight. (laughs) Oh my god, it's like she's 18. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I kind of love it. Oh, it's adorable. It's fucking cute. She's like, so, and he's, um, he's still not happy about this date. So he's, but he's like, you know what? I'm sure it's going to go fine. Hey, why don't we cross something else off of your list today? Like before your date. You know, you don't have to be there till six. And she's like, well, I don't know. And he's like, don't worry, I'll get you back in plenty of time. Well, I don't know. You know what? You're probably right. You should probably stay here. It's much safer. God damn it. You know, you'll definitely get there on time. And she's like, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. And he's like, you want to, you know, have fun today? Go on a motorcycle? I've got a motorcycle. And she's like, cool. But on one condition. You have to take me out to Lookout Lake and make out with me. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) And so they do. She rides a motorcycle for the first time Uh and thoroughly loves it because she's getting to hold on to uh, Mr. Sexy here. Mr. Mr. Tall, Dark, and Veiny. Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, And they go to Lookout Lake and it's pretty spicy. Mm-hmm. It's pretty icy. They All get right. real intimate, and she comes. Hell so. yeah, good girl. And Do, he's is this like, the first stage of the relationship? It's not. Well, it's not finger fucking. It's uh, dry humping. Okay, well, 
Yeah. Stage point five. But I mean, yeah. Yeah. And he's like encouraging her the whole time, which is like. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Uh But remember, remember, this is a teaching moment. There are absolutely no feelings between the two of these people. Feelings, what feelings? Nothing. Whatever you said at first. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not feeling your feeling. (laughs) So they climb off each other, and it's they're both like, okay, it's probably time we gotta head back. You've got your date with my brother, which is super awesome. Totally fine. It's gonna go great. It's gonna go awesome. Rev up, bike doesn't start. Rev up, bike doesn't start. Uh, Which, oh. So as he's working on the bike, it gives him time to talk about why Anne is so interested in having to be a badass. And Mitchell reiterating to her, you are perfect already. You don't have to change if you're happy. (laughs) I love this man. And her being like, but am I really happy though? I still want to try these things. Maybe I'll like it. Maybe I'll like want to try something different or learn something new about myself. So I love this man you though. Know, both valid points. <laughs> yes, but I reiterate, you don't have to change who you are to like no. to try new things. <laughs> no, no. Um anyway, the conversation ends with Anne saying, you know what? I think we should just go ahead and have sex. <laughs> Well, the bike doesn't work. Might as well fuck. <laughs> well, so not at the like more like I think we should just start hooking up. Like why not? And uh, he is shocked, so shocked that he actually hurts himself by dropping a wrench on his hand <laughs> while fixing the bike, <laughs> and is like, "Are you out of your mind?" Which poor Anne takes to mean. Oh, I'm naive and stupid. Of course it's a bad idea. Of course you're not like interested oh, no. in having sex with me. You're just doing this to help me be a badass. Oh no. Yeah, and he, inside his head he's like, I am such an idiot. Like, yeah. no, I'm attracted to you. I really like you. I just don't want to hurt you and I don't feel like you need to change. But, Say you know, that. Say that on the outside. You've said it on the inside words. Say it with the outside words. No, he already ruined everything. God. It's fine. Damn it. It's not what it looks like. Bitch, <laughs> looks- tell me what it looks like. <laughs> uh, and unfortunately, at that time, that's where the conversation sort of ends. Like, mm-hmm. she's feeling very inadequate and he's like, wait a minute, that's not what I meant. You're gorgeous and sexy, but I care about you and feelings are hard. But he doesn't say you know, that. Cowboy stuff, no. Of course not. No. So the next scene, Mitchell is over actually at his brother's new place. So Dylan and Justin have gotten their own apartment in town. Did did she end up going on the date with... No, she doesn't make it. Oh, no. Because of the bike. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, so she does not make it on her date with Dylan. Um, And they actually got back home, like, really late Mm because they ended up having to walk the bike back. Oh, no. Yeah. So, um, next scene, Mitchell is over at his brother's new place. So Dylan and Justin have gotten a new apartment and he's not happy about it. He's like, you guys would save more money just by staying at the ranch. And they're like, yeah, but like every date that we bring back to the house, you're hovering. (laughs) Stop. We want you to stop. Stop hovering. Stop hovering. You can't hover if we're like in a different place. (laughs) Besides, you know... I'll bet Anne could really spruce that branch up. Yes. <laughs> yes. So they're also just 
grilling Mitchell, though, on the night before. Because Dylan's like, yeah, you ruined my date with Anne. What the heck, man? Like, <laughs> um, And then you, and you were out with her all night and you're telling me it's not a date? What is that supposed to mean? <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? So, as, so Mitchell's like, whatever, you guys. Like, I'll see you back at the house whenever. And as Mitchell is leaving Dylan and Justin's new apartment, Anne is showing up with, like, a housewarming gift. Aww. And... They're cordial, you know, it's awkward. And Anne walks into the apartment and Mitchell walks away. And actually, Anne spills all of the tea on Justin and Dylan about what's going on with her and Mitchell. Like, he's teaching me how to be a badass, but I know I found out, I'm yes. pretty sure, last night that he's not interested in me because, you know, he doesn't mm-hmm. want to sleep with me. And I get it, but it's just disappointing and yada, I, yada, yada. I love the brother sister vibe that they have going. <laughs> And Dylan and Justin just have the biggest shit-eating grins. And then they lay this bombshell on her. Oh, hey, just FYI, he calls that motorcycle Faith or as an old faithful. As in she always breaks down right at the perfect time. (laughs) (laughs) So she's like, all right. So meaning that Mitchell deliberately sabotaged Uh Anne's date with Dylan. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh Yeah. So, that <laughs> afternoon, Anne plays hooky from work again and goes back to uh, paint the patient zero bar and where she finds Mitchell being all broody, mm-hmm. playing pool. And she sort of flirtatiously confronts him. She's like, you said you were going to help me be a badass. Well, I'm not a badass yet and you ruined my date with Dylan, so you owe me a date. You're taking me to the drive-in tonight. Yes! <laughs> but, and then, but then she's like, you know, it's fine if you don't want to. Dylan still seemed interested, and he said I was gorgeous today. So that's so sweet. Girl, get what you what want. You I want. mean, sure, a little manipulative, but it's all in good fun. So, yes, like, she's yes. not seriously being manipulative. Yes. <laughs> so they go to the drive-in. And they nick. Mitchell is very nervous and Anne is very determined. <laughs> she has, in fact, brought condoms in her purse. So way to go. Be prepared, girl. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and she is seducing the hell out of him. She starts by, like, revealing a little tattoo that she had gotten, like, just above her boob. That's like a little devil. And it says badass on it. My God, girl. And but don't worry. He's like, please tell me that's not real. And she's like, don't worry, it's not. It's actually an edible tattoo. Tastes like cinnamon. (laughs) I can't. I can't. Girl. So she he's like, uh uh, I don't know if we should do this, like, as in, you know, uh-huh. more than neck. And she's like, look, I want this now. I don't want to worry about tomorrow or the next day. Let's just have some fun. Come on. Let's, we're both attracted to each other. We're both adults. Like, which I have to say, I feel like that's very badass. She's just like, yeah. I'm going to take what I want and enjoy life and not worry about it and be safe about it, but not worry about it. Girl, get what you want. Get what you want. And um, so he pulls the fuck out of that drive-in and uh, they go to a lakeside and they have sex for the first time. Fuck yeah. 
It's good. Nice. It's good. Nice. Yeah. Like not too much flowerly language, not too much talking, just good, not clean fun. <laughs> I like good, not clean fun. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, but because they are both pretending to be teenagers right now, they get caught. Of course they do. <laughs> the sheriff comes out and is like, hey, this is private property. <gasps> The preacher's daughter. Clutch my with pearls. Mitchell Black. Oh my god. Yes. You could have gone to literally both of you have houses. <laughs> yeah, both but people of you. would have seen them both go go in there and known what they were up to. You've already done it once. <laughs> <laughs> but Rachel, the rumors. There's already rumors. <laughs> <laughs> so when he uh mitchell drives her home and he's like i am so sorry that that happened and she's like yeah that's exactly what i want to hear after losing my virginity sorry (laughs) Um, (laughs) um so they get back to her home and like the neighbors are already like outside like totally just eavesdropping basically and but it's interesting because their roles have now reversed because at the beginning of the book Anne was concerned about like well what what's right and what's wrong and like is this okay or should i be doing this and now she's kind of just like well i had a great time i enjoyed myself that was awesome Mm -hmm. i have no regrets and i don't care what other people think he is on the flip side of that where he is very concerned about what people think because he's just concerned about her he's like i just don't want this to affect your life like i don't want people to get the wrong idea about you and she's like i genuinely don't care what are they gonna do like yeah Gossip all is they're gonna do thing. is talk right 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 and so and she says this line where she's like um look dude don't worry we use protection you won't get pregnant like <laughs> so good girl um girl but there is one little problem and knows that she's in love with him mm, bummer so yeah but she's like you know what I honestly don't really care. Like, no matter what happens, like, if we stay together, if nothing, you know, if it doesn't work out, whatever, it's fine. I had a great night, and I think we should keep doing this. And he does not agree with that. He's oh, like, no. no, this is too this is too risky. I don't want to ruin everything for you. And he has this big thing in his mind. The age difference for him is a really big deal. Okay. He's like, you are going to, you know, wake up one day and realize you don't want someone much older than you. Like, you're going to want someone who's younger mm-hmm. and, like, can do more things with you and wants to experience more things. And she's like, I don't. I want you. I literally, my idea of fun is, like, sitting around yeah. and reading. Reading. We're good. Right. And We're she good. already said, like, I want to stay in this town. And, like, I just want to ha- get married and have children. And he has mentioned, he's like, I'm not really the forever type of guy. Like, that's just not him. But it's also kind of like he's never had the opportunity to ask himself what he really wanted. Because right. he was always looking after his brothers or looking after Buffalo, or, you know. Yeah. Or being an adult way before he should have been an adult. Sure, Margie. So call me out like that. Hit me right in the relatable feels. Jesus. <laughs> Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. So she's never really quite, he's never really been able to question what he really wants. So now that he's like alone in the house, he's like, this is great. This is fine. Just me and my buffalo. Me and my buffalo. Me and my buffalo. Everybody's got a water buffalo. <laughs> Hello, buffalo, my old friends. Uh, so, um,. <clears throat> So the next day, Mitchell avoids her bookshop for as long as he can. 
until he starts to notice that it is just a revolving door of men now, which can't have that. Like, they're all just going in there, like, asking her on dates and being super flirty and just, like, you know, she's, I guess she's, like... She's fair game. Open season, game my now. dudes. Open season. And he goes in, though, and all the guys just clear out. <laughs> <laughs> and, but he goes in, and Anne is beaming. She's, like... I did it. People see me differently now. I am much less afraid of the world. Like, I've done, like, all these really cool things and tried all these really cool things, and I'm eager, like, to try more new things. And, um, and he's like, these men think you're easy. And she's like, if you mean confident and sexy and desirable when you say easy, then yes, you're correct, they do. Yes! Girl! Um, Get but what she's you like, want! And, but she's confused because she's like, I don't understand why you're upset or why you're worried. I'm not worried. Like, are you worried <laughs> I'm going to ruin your reputation? Because I don't think that can happen. Yeah. I think, aren't we past that by now? And he... So, in, so at, th at this point, she gets frustrated. She's like, I... Listen, I'm in love with you. I'm going to be upfront with you and tell you I'm in love with you. But it seems like you're trying to find every excuse for us to not be together when, in fact, I feel like we're really good together and we're friends and we have a good time and, like, we care about each other and I really, really like you. Girl. Um, but if you're not willing to, like, take that risk, you know, that or, like, not willing to try to fight for something that you actually want then, you know, I'm not going to, I've got, I've, I'm not gonna I've got a whole life to live. Pine. I'm not going to sit around. What? Yeah. I've got, um, this... and she's like, I really hope that you don't regret last night. Cause I certainly don't. And he's like, no, definitely do not regret that at all. And then she's like, okay, then that's all I need. I'm good. Yeah. Like if you, but if you don't like, if you just want to sit with your alone in your big old house with your Buffalo, being all sad with your Stetson, <laughs> be my guest, but I'm not waiting around. That's a fucking mood. Oh, how are you feeling today? I don't know. I'm feeling like sitting alone in my house with my buffalo and my cowboy hat. <laughs> shirtless. 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 Popping wearing low, low hung low jeans. Low right jeans. Yeah. Sipping whiskey. Oh, gotta be. With a nail. With a nail. With a rusty nail that I'm <laughs> driving nail. into my knee to give myself tetanus. Lockjaw. <laughs> the, town, the town doctor there keeps trying to get that place shut down. <laughs> I've given out more tennis shots here than I did with Doctors Without Borders. Oh my god. Oh, um, it hurts. And so he's like, okay. Let's get married. That's a and joke. She's like, wait, <laughs> what? And he's like, yeah, let's get married. And she's like, no, I'm not going to marry you. Because he feels like this, like, she's like, the reason why you're asking to me, you want, you say, let's get married is because you want to protect me. Like, you want to try to protect me from rumors. You want to try to protect me from backlash. I'm not worried about it. I'm not going to let you, like, 
feel guilty for what we did for me. and so therefore feel yeah, yeah like therefore feel like you have to marry me no i deserve better than that girl okay she embodies girl get what you want and i'd also yes. like to pose a mild adjustment to girl get you what you want and turn it into guys gals non-binary pals get what you want <gasps> i love that it's perfect we should have that on like a sweater guys gals non-binary pals get what you want <laughs> yes it's so cute uh um, full disclosure i got that phrase from uh adb illustrates who is just the most delightful man oh yay so it's on YouTube, um, by the way. Check them out on YouTube. <laughs> so they kind of leave the conversation at that. But they but they both have like a crossroads moment where she's sitting at home sad because she's like, I essentially, I, I didn't get dumped because we were never together. But yeah. like, he's not willing to like, you know, pull out for me. I don't know. Hey, Words are hard. Oh. <laughs> and so she's sitting at home and Edith calls her and is like, hey, I've heard the rumors. What's going on? Even all the way here in Italy, in Bobby Italy. told me uh, <laughs> some shit's going down. And she's like, yeah, there was. But then like Mitchell, you know, and and it didn't work. Mitchell like did all this stuff. And then he offered to marry me. And she and Edith's like, wait, he offered to marry you? And she's like, well, yeah, he did. But he only did it out of guilt. And uh, Edith's like, yeah, like all the women, women that he's ever slept with. <laughs> that he's asked to marry him right after sleeping with them. <laughs> and she's like, wait, wait, I'm, um, well, uh, I, I am confusion. And Edith says, yeah, he is too. Basically, he's a man and he's a dumbass. <laughs> he loves you and he just can't say it. Oh, Edith. 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 So I love you. <laughs> And then on the other side of it, Dylan and Justin are sitting with Mitchell at his house. And they're like, seriously, dude, you're just going to sit here and be sad with the buffalo by yourself at this big ass house. You realize why we moved out? Because you were hovering. Can you hover over her instead and be happy? Oh my god, everyone's so supportive! I know, I know. They're all just shipping the fuck out god. of these two. And Edith mentions too, she's like, listen, I had seen Mitchell looking at you. I knew he was interested. He just needed a little push. Like you in a miniskirt. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, and she's like, oh yeah, don't worry about the bookshop. It's yours. I was never going to sell it. It was always going to be yours. Called I just it. needed to push you it. in the right direction. Yeah. I knew it. So, but she ends up, she go, actually goes to the patient zero bar again. And um, she's sitting there and, you know, looking cute, tons of guys all around her. And Michelle comes in and he, she, she literally just is kind of like, all right, boys, disperse. I just imagine like fucking pigeons, like, yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and so Mitchell comes up to her and he's like, so. I've I've come up with a list of wait hold on I want to find it because it's really cute. Oh, I was I've gonna say, Margie, with, are you gonna murder me even more? I am. You're just I gonna really destroy am. my heart. He comes up to her and he's like, "Okay, you shouldn't be dating that guy." And she's like, "Um, what?" And uh, he says, "You need someone more who's more like you." I see. How exactly would someone l like me be, Mitchell? I uh made a list. <laughs> Yes! 
I figured it worked for you before. Maybe it could help you again. That's very practical. I've given it a lot of thought, but let's see what you think. He has to be taller than you. Obviously, he's taller than her. Um, that's number one. It builds to the important stuff. <laughs> Two, he has to own a motorcycle and he has to let you drive sometimes. If it happens to break down from time to time, that's okay too. <laughs> he has to be someone you can lean on when you need to. Somebody that listens no matter how crazy your schemes sound. Who will help you even when he doesn't understand why he's doing it, only knows it's because you asked. <laughs> He'll never assume though that, that, though that because you did ask, you need rescuing. <laughs> Hope skidded, skipped through her bloodstream. You fit all that on a napkin? <laughs> There's more. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, he, he can't care what other people think and has to know what he wants, what's important to him. That means he can't be afraid to go after it, even if he's afraid he'll bore you or be too old for you or that he screwed things up so much that it's too late to fix, to fix and you won't want him anymore. Um, he has to want a family, marriage, kids. And she's like, and she, that's what she wants. Like, they both want that. And he's like, and she's like, how many? I left it blank. I, figure I figured I'd leave room for spontaneity. Um, and I don't know if you've heard, but a couple of rooms recently opened up at the ranch. You don't say. Um, and uh, she's like, okay, so what else does he need to do? He has to kiss you. Like this. Uh, the only way that could have been better is if he ended it with, he has to say, I love you. And then he says, I love you. He does. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. So he, he says, and he, just one more thing. I love you, Anne. And I probably loved you for longer than even I know. I was just afraid to do anything about it. Afraid I'd lose you and wind up alone. But I lost you anyway. That's when I realized I like having people in my house, making noise and messing things up. I want kids and everything that goes with them because I want you, Slim. I love you and that's why I want you to marry me. Aw. 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 I just... Now let's go get married and also get our complimentary tetanus shots. <laughs> Because we did all of this at the 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 rusty nail, and we're all going to die. <laughs> Maybe that's it. There's, they don't serve beer; they serve tetanus shots. <laughs> right when you walk in, you just get a tetanus shot immediately. Barkeep, I need a shot. <laughs> I need a shot of what? Tetanus, you know what? You know the usual. The usual. <laughs> You've had 12 this week. Well, <laughs> fuck me up with it. <laughs> oh my god. Never enough vaccines, folks. <laughs> Never enough. Never Kill enough. Wait, don't. Textual tension does not <laughs> does, does not condone getting every single COVID vaccine at once. Don't do that. <laughs> you would become too powerful. Too powerful. Oh god. So yeah, that's Montana Blaze. I don't understand the title, but it was very cute. <laughs> well, they're in Montana and they're doing hot and steamy stuff. What else do you want? Fair. You know what? Yeah. Fair. I was not prepared for or expecting that delightful of a book. It's what, it, what should it have been called? Home with the Buffalo? Yes. Home, home on the range. Um, home um, on the range. Um, <laughs> uh, home on the ranch. Home on the ranch. Home on the home Buffalo. Home on the ranch. Or the Buffalo mm -hmm. Realm. I don't fucking know. Buffalo Oh, yeah. Literally anything other than Montana Blaze. The Buffalo's Gaze. 
Hot and heavy. <laughs> that's the wear. That's the wear buffalo punk. <laughs> I don't know why I'm so giggly. Uh, um, okay, I, let's rate this. Can I just say real quick? It's amazing. Yes. How much less tired I am after listening to a wholesome book yes. than I am through the other ones. <laughs> this book is super wholesome. It was so and good. It was very good. I, the only thing I would say about it is that, so getting into review territory, is um, the plot really is all just about them and about the town's gossip. That's it. There's yeah. not really any other opposing force in this book which i like more of an opposing force i like a little bit more than just the relationship being on the line but their relationship was cute enough that it really did stand up and also i thought um she did a good they did a good the authors did a good job with the age difference yeah yeah because it could have been really could have been creepy it could have been creepy it was not I didn't like I really didn't think of it that way yeah. until you mentioned it and then I was kind of like, oh, well it could like but even then no, I'm kind of like it didn't feel creepy. It was easy to no. forget the age difference. Like yes. if he was 28, I wouldn't have questioned yeah. it. Right. Right. So uh, yes, and then I mean, the side characters even are great. They were like all Dylan so and Justin. supportive. I, I, I would not be surprised. I'm sure that Dylan and Justin also have books of oh, their yeah, own. Oh yeah, that's totally a trilogy. Um, yeah, and um, I'm trying to think of anything. And she is just so cute and I so know. pure, but not annoyingly so. No. Just like enthusiastic. Right. She's very just like, yeah, let's do it. Like, I want to try it. And she's not... She's not, I think a lot of other characters are, would have been bitter that they like have to like go out there and try new things, you know, yeah. but she's kind of like taking it in stride and just like, well, you know what, why not? Let's have fun. I think that the fact that it wasn't, I think the only thing I would have liked to see is her to try more things. Yeah. Like, because it kind of felt a little bit like, well, checked sex off the list we're done and that was like but at the same time she gained confidence and i think that ultimately like trying new things was just a way for her to gain confidence and she succeeded in that yeah 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 so um for her character i want to give her like a four out of five okay um just because i don't think i mean she's not i don't think that she's like perfect yeah. but i think that she's written very well and i think and i also think that she could have been written very poorly yes like i think that it's easy to do that type of character badly oh we've experienced we've that experienced many it, times right? <laughs> um and but she was a person who she didn't feel like she had to feel grateful which right. is something else i think that we've seen before that like somebody was like interested in her. No, she she, she was her own person. She was yeah. very comfortable she with who agency. she was. She had agency. Yes. Yeah, and she was comfortable with who and she ended up more comfortable with who she was yes. cuz she yeah. Um for him, I loved him. I did love him. I got a little bit frustrated with him at times. That's fair. Because I was just like I feel like you're trying to find excuses for why this isn't going to work. Yeah, but I see I see that as a character quirk. I guess of like like he is like so I think because he's had sort of this like 
I like her for so long that it's like, no, I should. And she's the preacher's daughter and I should not be doing this. And so I'm going to come up with ways that it's not going to work because it's. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's like, I guess it's also like a self-protection thing, Mm -hmm. too, because at the end of the book, he's like, I just don't want to lose you. Right. But then I ended up losing you anyway. And I hated it. Right. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'll give him the same. I'll give him a four out of five. Yeah, so I was going to say, I'd say another four out of five. Um, And then the plot. uh, Here's the thing. There wasn't one. one. <laughs> there really wasn't one. This was, is the good side of there wasn't yes, one. Yes, this is. You know what I mean. This is the character focused versus event focused yes, plot, yes, which can definitely. be done very well. And this is yeah. a good case of that. But there still wasn't yes. like there was a plot. I mean the the essential plot was her trying to break out of her shell and a little bit of drama with the bookstore, but. It was a plot, but it was more focused on that. But even the bookstore bit, though, that only comes up really kind of at the very beginning right. and at the very end. Because even when her and Brody talk, or Brody, that's another, sorry, that's another character in a different book. Yeah. Even when Mitchell and her talk about it, it's at the very beginning of the book. And then it's not really addressed again until the end. Okay. So it's a plot point, sure. But I also would argue that if Edith had just told her, listen, I'm going to Italy Please, while I'm there, go experience life. Like, go try new things. Right. I think that the result would have been the same. Yeah. I think that she still would have maybe tried some new things and, you know, hopefully would have had Mitchell or Dylan or someone else teaching her how to be a badass. Right. So, um, plot, is it, is it out of 10 for the plot? Out of five. Out of five. I'm going to give it a three. That's what I exactly. Miller wrote. Simpatico. <laughs> Simpatico. Overall, the book, I'm going to give it. Um, what about the sex? A, oh, the sex. Oh, the sex was good. Uh-huh. I'm gonna give it. It wasn't like it was. It was good for very vanilla sex. Okay. Yeah. There was a lot of him encouraging her, which I found out I really like. Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, we love a good like realization in a book. Yeah. Hell yeah. So, <laughs> um, so sex. Give it like just because it wasn't anything like super interesting four out of five yeah you know four or five you know pretty much across the board and then overall i'm gonna give the book a six out of ten because it's like a really good lazy on the beach yeah i don't feel ashamed the only thing i feel ashamed of with this book is the cover yeah the inside of the book i would be like oh yeah like this is cute just like nice fun read for people who like bridgerton read this book get into the westerns i would even nudge it a little bit closer to seven just because of how wholesome and like encouraging the relationship is yeah yeah i don't know yeah. it was and and for me the pleasant surprise factor goes a long way the oh this yeah. is gonna be bad and it's like oh actually no that's true so maybe a seven out of ten but also, i think I, I i do definitely think the cover takes away yeah, from it. but also fucking name it something else literally anything yeah. else right right really good book but like well good book but like so easy to make fun of judging from the cover i I, mean if i saw i feel bad like i i should know better by now but like you see those books and i still like at udf or kroger i'm like oh gosh Mm -hmm. well and and i think it's we've seen a couple of these and i think what it is is every single time it's because that cover sells yeah. So it's it's pandering, but it's pandering out of necessity because that's what the industry has created is like people Sex sells. Yeah, sex sells, literally. So it's 
it's so much easier to market a romance novel with a shirtless dude on the cover than it is to market it with like two people kissing or whatever. Right. And you know, they're probably um basically like mass producing. Oh yeah. Those like those covers right. for like just a bunch. So they they found that dude. They were like, perfect, he's hot and sexy. Let's stick a Stetson on his head. Right. Put him on the front of the book. What do you want to call it? Montana Blaze? All right, let's do Great. it. Great. It's set in Montana. It, Perfect. Great. Nothing's right, on fire. Done. Doesn't matter. Yeah, but they probably have that guy on like a hundred other books oh, or yeah, something. Probably. That same and dude. I guarantee yeah. he doesn't wear a shirt. Or if he does, it's open. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Yep. So it's, you know, it's the maybe one day if it, if it, gets good you know maybe it'll get reprinted it'll probably have the same title but yeah. maybe it'll have a different different cover i want to see so many of those type of romance novel covers with a lady but first we have to free the nips i just i, I, yeah. I that would be a fun interesting statement art piece of like yes sure i'll be topless on a cover in a stetson and low-rise jeans <laughs> i think that you can't you know we we have the the saying don't judge a book by its cover but Sometimes. What else are you going to, when you first see a book, Yeah. what are you going to judge it on? I mean, how many times have you picked up a bottle of wine because the label's cool? Like. Yeah, exactly. It happens. Exactly. And it's, yeah, it happens. And there's so many instances where, like, you almost can't divorce the two. Because, right. yeah, I mean, first, it's, don't judge a book by cover, but also, first impressions are important. <laughs> right. And, you know, I mean, to bring it back to Twilight, like, one of the reasons I think that it did draw people in was just like seeing it on oh, it's very striking. the shelf. It's very striking. Yeah. And it was very striking compared to the other books that were on the shelf mm -hmm. at that time. So it's just, um, you know, like I said, in grad school, you, you could do a whole dissertation on that. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. That yeah. was delightful. And it felt like a good classic episode. It did, and attention. it was like very well. It was, yeah. but it was like it was weird because it's one of one of my books was actually like I'm surprisingly so not terrible. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Everyone, go pour yourself a glass of wine and toast to Margie getting a not terrible book. Cheers. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> Bet you didn't expect it, nope. but it wasn't a bad it book. Wasn't bad. Thanks, Mike. It wasn't bad. Uh, well, that was delightful. Thank yes. you. Hey, you know what we haven't uh -huh. done in a while. What have you been reading? So I, um, well, oh, I was reading that Nora Roberts. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been rereading Lord of the Rings. Yes. Very slow. I'm planning on getting through it, like, very slowly yeah. over the course of this winter. I actually just bought a book about Catherine the Great. Cool. So I'm really excited to read that. And then I started watching The Way of the House Husband on Netflix so and I finished it. good. <laughs> Have you started watching it? Yeah. I started, but my Netflix freaked out, but I did get I to see some of it, and it's so cute. Oh, God. You were, like, it's... falling asleep because you were sick while I was telling you about I was. This. <laughs> yes. I, I was. I, listeners, I was so sick with a cold last mm -hmm. week. Like Not the Rona. It's just a cold. Like, just a cold, <laughs> thankfully, and I'm still kind of, like, getting over it, but, like, what, my biggest symptom is I just want to sleep the whole mm -hmm. time, so I was, like, like, messaging Rachel furiously, like, please watch this. Also, it's 7.30 and I'm going to bed, but you have to watch this. I'm going to bed. She, te she texted me. She's like, I'm like, hey, I'm about to watch. She's like, okay, give me a play-by-play. -play. I won't be awake for any of it. I was like, okay. 
But you need to still give me that play-by-play. I know. I, oh my God. It's very good. Watch Way of the House it's, Husband. Oh, it's great. The Way of the House Husband is so good. For, and, my, for Christmas, I asked my brother for the apron that he wears. Hell yeah. And yeah. honestly, it is, it's by the same people that did One Punch Man, which also is yeah. amazing. One Punch Man is yeah. probably my favorite anime. I fucking love it. It's so good. Uh, right, well, thank you, Ayla Nariu, for the use, for the of, use your of her song, song oh, oh, Love, off, off the, the album, album Be Held. Be Held. <laughs> we love it. It's a bop. We use it every single episode. It's true. Um, and happy holidays. Happy Christmas Hanukkah. Happy Happy holidays. Um, Happy Honda days. Happy Honda days. Yes. Happy Honda days. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> the best. <laughs> and for page, our, our patrons uh, look forward to the Christmas Yo, episode. Oh, yeah. If, if you've already listened to it, time is an illusion. It's not this um, good. <laughs> Yes! Yay! Yay! Uh, All right, well, Um, we will see you guys in two in the new year. (gasps) Yes! Yeah! Crazy. Bye!